Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. 087-679-7104. That is the WhatsApp number you can get in touch with. Sponsored by Mike Murphy Insurance.ie, specialist in home insurance. And also, again, a quick thank you to every single one who has liked, rated, and reviewed the podcast over on iTunes. I know we keep harping on about it, but if you listen to podcasts, everyone always does. Because if you can please go like and subscribe to the podcast, helps us kind of get the word out with the new show. So if you have done already, thank you. If you have not done so, uh, you can find Room 104, myself and Saoirse, in iTunes. And if you want to go rate and review it and help us along, happy days. Um, now though, this is really good news for women's, uh, the Republic of Ireland women's football and women's football in general here, especially coming out of uh, some of the Dublin clubs. We're speaking now to Republic of Ireland International, Amber Barrett, who's got some exciting news she's announced today, joining, joins us live on the line now. Amber, you're live on F104, how are you? Hi, not too bad at all. This is great to be speaking to you now. So great. I'm kind of jealous of you, Amber. You're jealous? Yeah. I wish like I was that. as talented and successful <laughs> as you are. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, news broke in the last uh, couple of days, but um, what what is the big news? Yes, yeah, so um, this this week is my last week with Team Mount United. Um, I've signed a, a deal with Cologne FC in Germany for um, for two years. So, I will start my professional football I think July 1st is when the, the actual contract starts. So, um, really, really looking forward to it. Um, it's something I've, you know, I've worked very hard for, and something I've waited a long time for. So, it's uh, it's really exciting for me, and it's exciting for my family. And um, I don't think it's hit me yet, though. I'm I'm trying to stay as focused as I can for yeah. three You know, we have a game this weekend, so I'm trying to trying to keep myself, you know, grounded as best I can until that, you know, all that's over. But you don't want to get too kind of, you know. Uh yeah, just be like not showing up to training on trip. Sure, I'm out of here in a month. Grant, don't worry about it. Yeah. No, I was like, I was at I was at training tonight, and you know things were really really good. I think there was a few girls were missing. They went to see Pink in the RDN. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's just that's just that's just the way it is as well. So it uh, was good. Like you know, it's it's it starting to hit me a wee bit. You know, that was my last kind of tribute session. So it's um, it's just it's it's still a wee bit. You know, it's imagine a bit surreal. Yeah, it is literally it's just surreal. Um, exciting, but just you know still. Two feet firmly on the ground. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Fair play. Yeah, definitely. Very impressed. And um, who Thank did you, you grow up playing your football with? Sorry, say that again. Who did you kind of grow up playing your schoolgirl football with? Um, I played with Mulford United was my first club. Um, that's obviously my hometown. Um, but I would have played a lot of the the girls' soccer. Would have been with Lag and Harps, right? Um, which was a big a big ladies' club in Donegal. And you know, the, the ladies' football at the time there was only maybe one or two teams every year that kind of. Um, really were competitive and you know Lagan was one mm. of them 
and I think you know there's been there's, there's been kind of a, a surge in um, teams getting involved in Donegal, which is good as well, because um, a lot of good players come from Donegal. But the problem is the football standards might not match yeah. that of other places in the in the country. So um, when that there happened, and I went to college, then obviously Peemers was very close to Miss University, and I ended up going to Miss University. So. Um, payment was just the obvious choice and I wanted to push on a little bit and see how I got on so and five years later I'm still there Payment are a good club though very good club oh huge club and you know I, I kind of arrived at the time when um, there had been like you know a little bit of a divide in the club and that some players left and UCD was formed then and um, you know I kind of landed into the payment that was rebuilding again and yeah. it, did, it did take a couple of years you know you, we were on the back of some really heavy results and um, you know, sometimes your your patience can for that there goes because obviously being a very yeah. competitive person, you want to be involved in big games and winning things. And you know, it's I stuck it out because I just love Piedmont. I just loved everything about it. I loved the people there, you know, and I loved you know. There's a very very good positive atmosphere that's created in Piedmont, and I found that even though I was there for you know five years from day one, I felt like I had been there for years as yeah. well. So. You know, it's it's going to be hard leaving them behind, um, but I suppose as well for my own development. You know, it's you know something I maybe need to do as well. Did you find that being a girl, like when growing up, that there was very few clubs that you could kind of join? I don't know what age you are, but probably back then it was totally different to the way. Well, I like I played like I played a lot of football with boys up until I was under twelve, I think, um, and then kind of when really when not there finished, I went straight to Lagan, so. You know, I never had a lot of, you know, I was never, I was very rarely not kind of playing football with anybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it was difficult to get, girls teams would have been more difficult, you know, I think that there was, I think, I don't know if it's gone back now, but I know there was a rule a few years ago that girls weren't really allowed to play with boys. I think they've actually gone back to that as well, which is something that I'd always advise a girl to go, um, to go back to go back and play with boys because boys um, helped me and really really helped me and even now for some of the young st- starting off I'd advise them to go and play with boys as, as far up as they can. Um, but I went I went straight into you know so I was never kind of um, you know I was never kind of left out of teams or anything like that. Because I just think it's changing so much now. When I was younger, I always had an interest. My brothers were mad into soccer and uh, I always had an interest in more kind of skills with the ball, I guess. Even I still, sometimes when I have a football, when I'm around a football, I'll show you what I can do with it. Um, <laughs> seriously, I have these like two or three moves. But I, was, I always think, God, I actually wish I had joined when I was younger because it's something I would have loved to do, but there just wasn't any any kind of clubs that I could have joined. But sure, were you in an all-girls school? I was in an all-girls school I can't school imagine. Well. That they, did they encourage you to get involved? Not with? in the slightest. Like, was there a football nothing, team? Not even outside of the, you know, I don't remember any football team even close by that was for girls yeah. ever. So it just wasn't there. So it's nice yeah, to kind well, of. Yeah, I would agree with you though. I definitely think things have got you know much better. I think there's definitely more access to teams um, than there was even a few years ago, and that's a really really good thing. The more girls you have, you know, the more competitive teams that will be created. And like an example of that would be the the Gainer Cup that was always on. Um, and I played in the Gainer Cup. It's a, it's a fantastic weekend down in Limerick. Um, we're teams from kind of regions all over Ireland, you know, go down and they play like tournament football over the weekend. Yeah. Really, it's, it's what every young girl aspires to do. Everybody loves the Gainer Cup. It's the equivalent of the Boys Kennedy Cup. Oh, and which was just on last yeah. weekend, I think, wasn't it? Literally. So the, the girls won it this weekend, but the women's um, 
has split into, I'm not, now don't quote me on this, I don't know if it's two or three weekends, but it used to be just one weekend where all the teams were. But because of the increase in teams, they have to split it up into between two or three weekends. And that's, for me, I'm like, that's, you know, that's huge because it just shows you that the numbers are growing all the time. That's exactly yeah. what I need as well. But as well, now there's someone to look up to. You have someone like yourself who they can see has gone on to, to be hugely gone successful. pro. Yes. Yeah, yeah, well, I think, you know, I think the idea there's been a lot of girls before me have gone pro. Um, and, you know, for me as well, you always look at them and you are. Them girls do inspire you because they're, you know, they're doing full time. And it is, it's different for, you know, boys have the, you know, the ambition to be a professional footballer. Well, girls might not always have that opportunity or they might not be exposed to that opportunity. But um, I think for me, if I was, you know, in a non kind of looking at it from, my own point of view, I think the most important thing for me to do, even though yes, it's going to be fantastic, I'm going pro, is the fact that I've done my education. And that's one thing I will absolutely emphasise and re-emphasise until, you know, a lot of people take it on board. But, you know, I think it's, you know, I'm 23 and I'm going now, I've, you know, hopefully with, I get my master's results tomorrow, so hopefully everything there will go well. Ooh, best of luck. You know, I'll have fully graduated and, you know, be going on then to become you know, a professional footballer. So I've taken, yes, it's taken me a couple of extra years, but I still think going into professional footballer at 23, um, you know, I still have loads of time left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I can. So, you know, I think it's it's important that I have that little bit of cushion or support because people don't always, you know, realise that it's not, you know, it's not over. It's not the lavish lifestyle everybody, you know, talks about. You know, yes, of course, it's different than membership, but with the money and the financial reward, women's game is not, you know, not to that level, but... Um, you know, it's it's a what you're away from home. You know, you're in a different environment. You know, for my case, I have to learn a new, a new language, and, oh, and God, those yeah. things can, can become very, very difficult for people and challenging. So, you know, it might not always work out. It might be the dream, but you know, your dreams don't always nearly work out that way. But you know, I'm going with you know a lot of ambition that I think things will work out because worst case scenario, I go over, I don't like it, or this isn't for me, and you know, I have my degree to come back and say, look. I'm going to work here and I'm going to play my football in Ireland and that's going to be it. So that's my that's my, the way I've always looked at it and I'm, I'm glad. Now, hopefully again, as I said, if it does go well tomorrow, but, you know, that will be, I'll be absolutely then, I think I'll start to, you know, sell a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to have that in the back of your mind where, you yeah. know, you can give it 110% and realise if it doesn't work out, listen, yep. all is not lost. You have a little bit yep. of a backup plan. But do you mind just asking, what's the Masters in? Uh, secondary teaching. Ah, oh, there you go. We were just speaking to a teacher earlier on. Role model yeah. as well for secondary yeah. school. Yeah. Kids so I was, yeah, I've been in, I've been in Finglas in a boys' school this year. Um, that was really really good for me, and you know they were great about the football. I had such an interest, and there were some really really good footballers there. I think I actually learned a thing or two off a few of them as well, so, <laughs> which is good. I'm sure you schooled a lot of them as well. They were disgusting. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> all the first years anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just like happy days do you mind me asking though what would be um, you're obviously turning professional as you mentioned the money is obviously not the same yet uh, compared to like the, the lads and the men's professional what is the professional women's landscape kind of like like I, I imagine you obviously won't have to work a second job for want of a better word you'll, you'll be looked after financially in a, a normal job would if that makes sense yeah it's, uh, see it, it, it really depends on where you go and you know the club um, I know that from the club I'm going to Cologne um, not everybody is full time, so there are some players that will work, do small 
part-time jobs during the day to also get another bit of um, financial yeah. you know, increase into their life as well. And there's there's some clubs in Germany will be full time. Everybody on board will be full time, and there's some clubs that might be um, mostly semi-pro. So I think uh, Cologne. I'm not sure if it's. I don't know what the balance is. I'm not, like again. I, I'm not too sure yet. Um, but it it just as I said, it depends on where you go. Um, I think it's a similar case in England. Some some teams are fully professional, some teams aren't. Um, but I think that, again, the professional teams, a lot of them, you know, they would be looked after. And I think for anybody, the, the most important thing is accommodation. You know, if your yeah. accommodation is sorted and, and you're in a good spot, you know, it's not too far from the training ground or things like that. But a lot of the time, that's, you know, that's, that's really the big box that everybody wants to tick. And when you get, um, when you get that ticked, you know, it's kind of, it's nearly the reassurance. It's like anything else. Like, you know, you're, you get to go to your college and it's great. And then the next thing you have to do is sort your accommodation. And as soon as you start your accommodation, everything's good. So um, I think most teams are looked after. Again, don't quote me because I'm not sure. I don't know, you know, everybody's story. Um, but then I was reading an article there recently about um, a couple of the players in the French women's team who play with Leon, And, you know, on, you know, on a lot a lot of money, more money than I would have thought any female footballer would be on. Oh, really? Um, so it it, show, it says those things as well. The things are increasing all the time, which is good. Um, but you know, hopefully, if I get if I get ever get up to their level of money, I will be absolutely delighted. I can retire and life will be good. But. Um, I don't see that happening anytime soon anyway. Uh, well, listen, we'll get you back on in five years' time when yeah. you've got that big fat paycheck. <laughs> we, we, we can celebrate then. Yeah. Are you Absolutely. nervous? Going, uh, the thoughts are going over? Um, again, as I said, n- not really at the minute because I'm, I can't really multitask with my thoughts. So <laughs> if I'm focusing on PMARD, I can't really try and focus on everything else. Um, it's been a wee bit difficult this week, Um I obviously told my PMO uh, teammates after my Wexford game on Saturday. And I think that started to hit me a little bit then. You know, there's obviously it's sad and there was a little bit of emotion there mm. as well, leaving. And I think after that, you know, I was saying to the girls that I was in the gym on Sunday and I just had a little moment on the treadmill where I just started to tear up. And it's just, you know, something I didn't expect to happen. But of course, it's, it's been a huge part of my life for five years. And, you know, I've, I've played longer here than I do. Um, you know, I've 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 been here for a long part of my life. Of, you know, in, in terms of your own football development, but also personal development and personal growth and maturity, and you know, things and building friendships and relationships with people here as well. So it's it's very hard to just walk away from all that. Um, but you know, I'm not nervous at the minute, but I definitely will be when it comes to it. Um, how do or how did, how did you kind of get scouted? Do you mind me asking? Like, who how, and how long was that kind of approach before? you decided to sign the papers and say, yeah, let's do this? Well, I think what happened was, um, obviously Colin Bell, the Irish women's manager, had, you know, had has been in conversation with me um, over the last few months about what was I going to do after my Masters. And, you know, I did say to him, I said, I will definitely have an interest in going abroad to play football. And he said to me that, you know, Colin's a very, you know, he's a very well-known man in the women's game and mm. obviously would have a lot of contacts. So, um, but I think that actually some somebody got in contact with him um, in regards to interest in a striker and I think Colin would have just forwarded on um, different things then about me and you know maybe uh, clubs of games and things like that there yeah. which is quite it's it's very common practice in women um, in women's soccer and then last last Monday Tuesday I went over 
to Cologne um, just to meet the manager, see the training ground and just see what, you know, what they had to say. And, you know, they were very welcoming and the training ground was, you know, top, you know, top, yeah. top class. And it's it's something that I've just, I just remember being there. And I was like, this, you know, this will help me. This will really get me to that, to that level because they have everything you could ask for uh, and more. So, um, that that was really it. It was quite a short process, you know. It was um, it, it didn't, you know, it wasn't something that had been ongoing. It, it kind of just kind of happened over a couple of weeks. Um, but I would I would also say that you know, Colin was fantastic for me in it. Um, you know, there was no pressure put in put on me by anybody. You know, every decision that was made was my decision, and that's you know, I take a lot of pride in that as well because I think sometimes people are like, yeah, well, I know Colin's very you know vocal about. Um, increasing amount, the amount of um, training that women players in Ireland are doing and yeah. increasing the amount of players that go professional but um, every decision that I'm that was made regarding my own career was made by me um, and obviously a little bit of discussion with my, my parents as well helped but you know I think it was good as well for him to have that little bit of insight to be brutally honest I was absolutely clueless going over to these things because I had never been you know yeah. involved in these type of processes before but it was really good and, you know, it was just, you're going over and, like, obviously, Cologne is a massive city and, you know, in Germany as well. So, you know, it's a big, it's a huge football club, you know, not just the female side, but the, the men's are very, yeah. very, you know, well-known and the fact that they've been promoted back to the Bundesliga as well, um, you know, there'll be a good atmosphere and good feeling around the training ground and around everywhere, you know, so it's, it's something I'm really looking forward to. I, I imagine, so it just... Not not long term, whatever. But is the highest standard for f- women's football? Where would it be in the world? Is it is it America or is it the UK or is it Europe? Um, again, it it really depends. Um, America have obviously a very their league is very um, very professional and very well organised. Um, you know, Denise Sullivan plays with the Irish Republic team. She is same with the team in um, in America and plays very, very high league over there. Yeah. Um, but then the English league is, you know, is also a very competitive league and it's it's, it's very hard to know, you know, what some people will argue the German league is better, some people will argue that the, the English league is better and to be brutally honest, I don't I don't actually know which you know, which actually comes out on top. I think they're all increasing. Um, you know, everything's kinda of taken over a little bit and the interest is growing everywhere. So mm. the interest is growing the levels of, you know, competitiveness go up and as soon as that happens then you've more quality matches quality players taken over so um, to be honest I'm actually not too sure um, I would maybe argue that the Women's League in Ireland is probably the top notch as well so, <laughs> I was going to ask yeah. you what would your favourite club be to play for if you had to choose if I had to choose uh, do you know what I'm if obviously you know Cologne is going to be excellent Team Mount is excellent but if I had to pick one team I'd say you know, uh, Manchester United because obviously I'm a big United fan. Go on, so go on, Pogba. That would be, that would be <laughs> no, I'm not a big fan of him. Though, <laughs> it's the only name, Sir Sean. The only one I know. She, she's written yeah. it down I know Lingard too. Oh, there we go. Yeah, not a big fan of him either. <laughs> <laughs> dig up, Sir Sean. Okay, please dig. I need up. to t- learn how to actually play soccer first. <laughs> anyway, Daddy, though. Well, listen. Um, we're delighted for you and we just wanted to get on and say fair play, well done and um, who knows, we'll obviously be hearing and seeing more about you but best of luck when you head over. 
Thank you very much. You'll be amazing. And sure, we might we might annoy you again some stage. Uh, maybe around the time of the Euro qualifiers and stuff, we'll have you back on for another chat if that's all right. That's no issues at all. Legend, <laughs> Amber. Thanks a million for that. No bother. Thank you very much for having yeah. me on. Bye, 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 bye. I love that. Good role models for girls out there. Yeah, and again, I suppose we wouldn't be having these discussions 10 years ago when no women's professional football mightn't have been as prominent and then you had people like Stephanie Roach who uh, banged in goals left, right and centre and Brilliant. then was up for the Goal of the Year award alongside Messi and Ronaldo and stuff. Amazing. Doing, uh, doing the country proud. Cool. Yeah. So that's Amber um, Amber Bart. So you can go follow her online on Twitter as well if you want to keep up with her. Move full, going a full-time professional over to uh, Germany. On the way next... Um, you are finally, well, we'll finally be letting you know whether or not you need to be worried about the asteroid that's hurtling towards Earth at about 40,000 kilometres per hour. We spoke about this last week. We're after tracking down somebody who found it, who's keeping an eye on it, and we'll let you know whether or not it's time to kind of jump ship, panic, get some like, uh, what do you call those rooms? Panic rooms. Panic rooms. Or yeah. underground bunkers sorted for you. So uh, that's on the way next. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. 